0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. The Word of God is central. Uh, to our relationship it's, it's just it, every, it's everything it's the centerpiece of uh, knowing God of uh, everything you see everything you taste everything you touch and feel breathe all of it came from the word of God the, the, uh, and it does us well uh, to be reminded uh, of these things peter said i don't i don't and i'll remind you he was pastor Peter, so uh it 's in context he said I, it doesn't bother me to remind you once again about the things that are necessary uh for success in our lives and uh, we looked at hebrews the uh second chapter over there. Where it talked about paying the more earnest heed. Uh, I don't know about you, but the Lord is really, um, and the Spirit of God, um, has really stern my heart over uh, over the Word of God, and and especially about attending to it and uh, and paying the more earnest heed to it paying special and close attention to it you know there are times uh, in life when God is looking for some uh, a different measure different level of fruitfulness from his investment and the Bible tells a story uh, about that where where the uh, the landowner went and was walking through the uh, orchard the vineyard and there was a tree that he was expecting fruit uh, from, but he wasn't getting what he expected, having made investment in that. And he was of the uh, uh, of the opinion, listen, you know, uh, we're in business, uh, you know, to produce fruit. This isn't producing, then let's get rid of it. And the servant said, no, let's, let's give it let's give it a certain amount of time one more year one more cycle and then and he said and i'll give it special attention and then if it doesn't uh produce well then you just you know <clears throat> we'll replace it true story you know i mean jesus told the story and of course he was telling that to the pharisees and the uh, the Sadducees, the people that had been given the kingdom, you know, but weren't producing the fruits of it. They they got really self satisfied. Here's where self righteousness comes from. We get self satisfied. You know, it begins to be uh, about us uh, and us only. <clears throat> about my life and my life only, and and God expects. Our lives to be reproduced in other people's lives we're we're here for people for our lives amen now <clears throat> it's you know uh that uh that is a uh it is simply a reminder of the way that the Lord looks at things amen and that there are times that when he says that we need to pay a little closer attention and not for the sake that you know <clears throat> you're going to lose out. Uh, on anything, but you know, have you ever have you ever just missed God and felt like you missed God's best, and 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 you know, come up a little short, where maybe a lot short where some things were concerned, you know, you can take we can take courage in the scripture. It says, "For uh, all have sinned or missed the mark and fallen short of the glory of God." <clears throat> the mark is the glory of God. All right. The mark is set by God, and it's and it's uh, the glory of God that our lives would be a to His glory um, by uh, that we're conformed to the image of His Son Jesus, and we're fruitful with our lives. That we're producing the kind of fruit that remains, and that God is pleased with. Amen. Amen. Awful <clears throat> quiet in this Presbyterian. Uh, church tonight so you know it occurs uh it, it uh, uh it occurs to me from my own personal uh life when we're talking about great faith that a greater degree of attention would be given uh um to it because when you get back in school it's all about what you don't know building on what you do know but you can't rest on what you do know you, you were all of a sudden you have a lot more questions uh, than answers. I might be the only one there, but you know, uh, uh, I, you know, I enjoy, uh, you know, I en- enjoy the balance scale having more answers than questions. I'm more comfortable with that. That really doesn't matter to God because my comfort is not what He's after. He's after growth. So he's willing to tip the scales all of a sudden on you, you know, change the measure, uh, and just say, "Listen, I'm the teacher, and uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, I want you to, you know, I want you to want to learn," <clears throat> because he also knows this uh, in our lives. He knows the future. He knows what's uh, what's up ahead, and he is always preparing us for the for the kind of promotion to where we will be absolutely full of good success uh, in uh, whatever comes down the road, or whatever, Uh, not just from a defensive stance, but from an offensive stance that. you know uh that we live as champions uh for Jesus Christ that that we're victorious in this life we're successful in this uh in this life amen and uh the unknown is always a, a fearful thing and a fearful place it really is I, you know i mean to you know to pretend otherwise is to is to absolutely you know uh, be pretending and then we have to rock back on you know uh, pride that says well I know you know <clears throat> we might have known the little pond as a big fish but now we're in a big pond as a little fish and it, it, it can be like I said uh, <clears throat> the, all of the, uh, the unknown has to be come known and understood by faith uh, and and fear has to be dispelled. That territory has to be taken. Amen. We got to put our our we got to walk in it and walk through it and possess some things. Amen. That we may not uh, that we're not Possessing right now, how many of you believe that there's there's God has a greater measure and God has greater things for our life than where we're at right now you know and those things are not reserved for heaven not as long as you've got breath and you're still in this body there's a requirement of faith fullness not just faith but fullness and the and the formula if you will I mean the progression actually is from faith to faith all right so it would say one measure of faith from that measure to a greater measure of faith and then oh strength where we were strong in this measure from strength to strength in this new measure greater measure and glory from glory to Glory from this level of glory to the new measure of glory. Amen. Uh, anyhow, let's look at some things. Uh, but there are some constants in change. All right. Uh, our lives are changing, the world is changing, everything changes except the Word of God. Now, I want you to think about it. And God is unchanging. God is absolutely committed, firmly, completely fixed, and established concerning His Word. It says, my Word, that's it. That's how it works. I said it. That's all I'll ever say. I'll never say anything different or contrary or crossways of that. Whenever the question arises, my answer is always going to be the same. You and we have a copy of that. Now, now to become like Jesus, it's got to be the same way with us. May not necessarily be in that in the measure. You know, we may have a measure of that committedness to the Word of God. Are you listening? Amen. Uh. But I believe there are greater measures of committedness to the Word of God in in understanding its value, its place, it as the centerpiece. And when we're talking about uh, living the life uh, of faith, uh, you can't, it, it's impossible to please God without faith. And we know that faith uh, comes from hearing His Word. Ah, faith in God, absolutely, it, you know... <coughs> It, it doesn't come from uh, hearing second hand, you know, uh, what somebody thought God said. It comes from the Holy Spirit taking this out of this written word, you know, uh, and and speaking that, um, and speaking that word to our hearts, to our spirit, revealing the truth of that. Amen. Greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. Uh and who's who we talk about there? Well, uh, Jesus. Uh, but Jesus, who and Jesus, how? The Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit's soul assignment is centered up on that word. He he has to wait for the word. He ain't nothing else he work with. Are you listening? I mean, he hovers over the chaos, the darkness, you know, that's over the deep, waiting for what is spoken from God. Amen. You know, it's that faith don't come except that somebody hears. The Bible says that how shall they uh, hear, how will they believe uh, if, they don't, if they don't hear, and how are they going to hear except somebody tell them? Amen. But we're talking about the anointing of God. We're talking about the Word of God. Isn't that right? All right. So let's look at some things from the Word of God. Uh, The Bible says, let everything be established by two or three uh, witnesses. And, And approaching the Word as seed see if we're if we're going to have any kind of increase in our life it's going to be because it comes from seed all increase comes from seed well the ultimate seed is the word of god so if anything going to be changed then 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 it is god will start with his word he'll stay with his word and it will be his word that finishes the thing amen are you listening so any time we need change in our life, there's the seeds of change are, uh, is the Word of God. Yes, time we need provision in our life, you know, comes from the promises of God's Word. <clears throat> you know, we make a real religious thing out uh, of the Word. You know, we, we come and we'll hear sermons, it'll tickle us, it, it'll itch our... It just, you know, uh, scratch us where we itch, so to speak. A lot of times, just in the ear. We're we're into, you know, uh, feeling good for a moment. Uh, you know, uh, I wanna I wanna feel good all time. I wanna have a lot more feel good moments than just you know. And I found that you know, just a casual glance or a bounce or two from the Word of God. It just isn't enough. It's not enough, you know. That, that kind of stuff will, will work when you're a baby because God will take the heavy end of the stick. But after a while, you grow up, he expects us to carry our side of things. Now, he'll always have the big end of the stick, but, I mean, we're supposed to co-labor together with him. Sower sows the word. He's the original sower, but he expects us to grow up and work with him. Amen. Uh uh not you know, a lot of time we put it all over on God. Well, you know, how's that working out for us? Because uh, you know, when we're when we're babies, it is all on the parent. But a good parent grow in growing up a uh an a, a mature adult that will be productive knows it little by little, step by step, day by day, more and more of the child's life has to be put over on the child where responsibility is concerned amen alright uh, is there any benefit to, to growing up uh, in the Lord well according to the scriptures over in uh, uh, Ephesians it says that uh, till we all come into the, uh, the knowledge of the faith And walk in the full stature of maturity and walk in the full stature of Jesus Christ. Now, you know, didn't Jesus say uh, this? He said, in a greater work shall you do than I do. You know, we at least ought to be reaching for. You know, I mean, miracles happen around him every day. Now, he didn't heal everybody, but he healed everybody that came to him. And would believe him. Amen, and he was and he was about the father's business. <clears throat> well and he was all I mean, he was all about the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word he was so much they called him the word became flesh, just called him the word. Amen. He wasn't wandering when when you know uh, he wasn't wandering, he when he stood up to to read uh, and when when uh, his ministry went public, he stood up to read. Um, he found exactly where it was written about him. he didn't he didn't he said this, I don't testify about myself, but he said, I'll tell you right now these words and that I'm preaching to you out of the word he said and the works see you know what word was he do? he was preaching the old covenant he said but he was the fulfillment of that he said you've heard it said he quoted that thing he said but now i'm saying to you all right this and uh this and that he wasn't changing he was simply fulfilling it amen we should we, anyhow he's our example But you'll find that the Word was absolutely central to his life. Paul, the Word was central to his life. I mean, all the writings of Scripture are quoting the Word. It said, for it is written. But We're going to look at one tonight in Romans. Uh, First chapter, he says, for it is written. It's written back there in Habakkuk. Amen. Uh, Now, we can't do anything about everybody else that we'd like to do something about because most of what we hear is for somebody else. I understand that, Amen. Most of the reason why we're listening is so that we can straighten other folks out. And, uh, um, however, however, you'll find, uh, and you don't have to wait till you get all the way to heaven to realize that 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 you're not going to be in the in the home theater and the movie that's showing will not be this is their life and I'm so glad you listened for them and believed for them to change it will be this is your life you chose for you and your choices did affect other people but you chose for you and for you alone See, and Jesus is a wonderful example of that how just one person uh, one man that will walk with God and, and, and walk as a son, walk in the, in, 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 uh, the right way, seeking first the kingdom and, uh, and, uh, and his right way of doing, being, and doing things uh, can change everything and can open the opportunity for everyone that will to change along with it. Just one person. That's the example of Jesus. See, he couldn't choose for everybody else, but he could choose for himself. Amen. So, and our choices do affect other people, don't they? I mean, they really do. You know, uh, I believe that every Christian is called to be a leader. You're the one with the light. And everyone else is in the dark. So it seemed like that the one that with the light... Should be leading. Amen. Well, I just want to be a follower. Well, follow the Lord, absolutely. Amen. But, but you know, but be a leader uh, where other folks are concerned. Hmm. See yourself, you know, as he is in this world. So are we, uh, he, was, he came and, 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 and shone the light and led people out of the darkness and into light. We ought to be the same way. Well, how do you do that, preacher? Well, let's look at some things. I, like I said, f- first and foremost, you, we're not going to be, uh, we're not greater than the teacher. All right. If the teacher had to center up on the Word of God, we're going to have to center up on the Word of God. If he said that the Word was, uh, was first and foremost and primary and he, and he did and, and it was evidence in his life that he valued that, uh, that he, that, that he uh, the essence of faith is centered around uh, words because we know that God's words are full of God's faith. Yes. They're full of how God thinks. They're full of, God, uh, of how God believes. They're full of, uh, uh, really, you can't separate his words from him. That's how we know God amen There, it's it's the essence of who he is is the word of God so how we treat the words how we're treating God if we're neglecting uh, the word we're neglecting the this, this so great salvation that this so great God gave us never will know it apart from the word amen the reason why I say these things I'm, I'm going to tell you what now there just seems to be like this There's we're just there's slippage you know uh, that that it's so easy. And I'm going to tell you what now, you know, for our lives as well, uh, you know, boy, there's a, you know, it's overwhelming sometimes the amount of stuff that is on your plate. And that if you don't make a priority of what matters the most, then, you know, then uh, here goes another 24 hours that's gone forever. I mean, we're not going to pass that way again. You know, what we have... We have what we have here on this earth, and that's it. The greatest value is time. And how we invest that, one way or the other, uh, it determines uh, not just temporal things, but eternal things. So it's very challenging in the culture that we live in today. Uh, and, and I believe by design. I believe that by, uh, and Jesus addressed that. You know, folks were busy back then. He, you know, he told stories about, you know, inviting, uh, uh, his, you know, uh, inviting people. And they'd just beg off and have an excuse for this or that. And he, and he, told, those, uh, and he told those stories, you know, uh, uh, with the purpose of shedding light on, uh, he came saying, the kingdom of God is here now. You're putting other stuff all off for now. I'm telling you, it's to be lived right here and now. Amen. Amen. In your everyday. And he showed folks how to do that. Amen. Well, that was easy for him. He was a preacher. Well, you know, for 30 years, he wasn't a preacher. He was a carpenter. Amen. And But boy, when, he, when, you know, when it came time for his ministry to go, uh, to go public, he had the stuff. Where would he get it from? Where'd he get that? Well, for thirty years he he was attending to the word. Isn't that right? He didn't have to say, "Well, hold on now, you know, we going I'm gonna have to go to seminary with the uh, with the Pharisees and Sadducees because that's the right way to do it." No, he just tended to the word. Amen. Then he had the works. All right the amplified bible psalms 119 and and i'm i'm leaning real hard on all i've done is just plowed you and i know you didn't like it but you know uh sometimes we need to be plowed a little deeper you know because because when how you know just been plowed shallow is that uh you know when the sun comes up and all that kind of stuff and uh you know um if there's no deep root in there there's not going to be great fruit right. amen when the challenges come we crumble yeah. alright and you know I don't know about you but uh, you know that that you can't ever go f- forward going three steps forward and four steps backwards You 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 can't we can't just keep going like this you know I'd rather you know take one step and stand there for amen and learn to walk in what i have heard learn learn to to fight that fight of faith through for what i have heard and get it working in my life amen and then you know when i get that working good then we can add some more to it isn't that right and you know we're famous for we think we need to know it's need to know something Amen. To move forward from here, from where we're at, right. So the starting place then is 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 a preparation of of, of heart. You know, seeing either the necessity uh, or the desire, one or the other. You know, and God usually works with both. I mean, maybe circumstances, uh, uh, you know, will uh, are, are the cattle prod. Maybe just I'm just so dissatisfied on the inside you know I should be happy but I'm not you know sometimes our spirit just gets disquieted amen because God gets restless on the inside of us not so much that there's a whole bunch of stuff wrong but you know but maybe uh, he just gets restless and he wants to take us into something different than what we're in but we get you can get complacent with the things of God you know you really can you know things get to going good you know but it's kind of like you know you you know you can spend all the money you got in the bank you got to put some more in you got to have a plan for some more coming and all right here's what the word says psalms 119 verse 11 that I'm trusting real hard in the Word of God because this is what the Holy Spirit's going to work with. And let, lay a, the Bible says, let everything be established by two or three witnesses. Amen. All right. So this talk is talking specifically about the Word. It says, Your Word have I laid up in my heart that I might not sin against you. All right. Uh, now, the Bible says another place, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Sin is missing the mark. Then it would be... Uh, it would uh, it would be this. I believe God has a greater measure and a greater mark for uh, our life. But here's the fo- here's the here's the formula for it. He he said I I have learned to take advantage of the time that I that I have right now to get that word in my heart, so that I don't miss the mark, which is prom- the mark is promotion. The mark is prosperity. The mark is more than where we're at right now. It's increase. Uh, um, Other translations say this. I've hidden your word in my heart. I've laid up your word in my heart. I've stored up your word in my heart. I have treasured in my heart. The Passion Bible says, I consider your, your prophecies to be my greatest treasure. And I memorize them and... Uh, and I memorize them and write them on my heart to keep me from committing, uh, committing sins, treason against you. The Message Bible says, I banked your promises in the vault of my heart so I won't send myself bankrupt. Wow. I like that. You, we, we cannot live on what we have heard. See, life will, will require more than, and this the measure is determined either by necessity or desire, you know, uh, where increase is concerned. If life is demanding uh, more of us, more answers of us, then we need more answers for our life. Amen? All right? If, you know, uh, if it's just not enough, it's not enough. Take the, uh, you know, take the true measure. The Bible says, it says examine yourselves. Paul said this, examine yourselves to see if you're actually in the faith. Are you just living in a memory? Is it just a bookmark and a badge that you have and carry around in in the folds of your Bible? Or is it an active, living, progressive, there's a pipeline, and I mean, you you know, you're working the thing it's alive and working and it's growing and increasing and you're building faith all right now i like this he says now he says i have done this all right this is what i have done see you know you know how many of you have ever thought about when you know you never maybe been in a hurricane but tornado watches and stuff like that's around here that's not the time to go out and build stuff and plant the garden and all that kind of stuff you know I mean you just got to hunker down when the storm comes isn't that right yeah yeah folks live lives that that you know here comes the devil takes advantage of the low ebb the low flow see in their life of the low voltage are you listening and you know I mean when the uh you know when there when the electricity goes out and there's a blackout you know and we wonder whether we got candles or or the batteries in the uh in the flashlight how many of you have ever been that doggone it all (laughs) doggone it you know what I'm saying should have thought about that before now listen Psalms 119 verse 162 says, Your promises are the source of my bubbling joy. The revelation, thrilled, discovered, hidden treasure. The Message Bible says, I'm ecstatic over what you say, like one who strikes it rich. Psalms 119, uh, I mean, Psalms 19 and verse 10 of the the, uh, Passion says this, the rarest treasures of life are found in his truth. That's why I prize God's word like others prize the finest gold. Nothing brings the soul such sweetness as seeking his living words, for they warn us, his servants, and keep us from following the wicked way, giving a lifetime guarantee great success to every obedient soul. Boy, what a powerful verse of scripture that is. There's a lifetime guarantee. They give life and a lifetime guarantee of great success for every obedient soul. When 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 God's word is approached for, <clears throat> would you say King David was a successful man? I mean, even people that don't know or profess walk with the Lord know King David they've heard that name because God promised to make his name great. He is the absolute measurement of every other king and every other great leader in the earth as God made him that way. Now how did he worm his way into God's good graces like that? Man loved the word he, he, because, because he loved God. He valued God's words because he valued God above everything else. God was everything to him. So his word was everything to him. He was a man after God's own heart. Well, evidently from this, he's after God's word. Because the word, and God spoke to him from his heart. Amen. There was an intimacy that was there because he wanted to hear. He valued what he heard. He valued it to the place that he, he applied it to his life. And it worked. And that gave glory and honor to God. All right, Romans one uh, seven. Let's uh, let's look over here at this. As there was just two, three witnesses from the Word of God. There's a whole lot more, and I I, I fully intend, you know, not to have to plow you again. Uh, you know, um, but maybe just scuff up the dirt a little bit because it's seed and soil. We might just have to scuff scuff us up a little bit and remind us, you know, why we're here on a Wednesday. Now, I I tell you, you could just go through the motions, but when push comes to shove, you know, you'll stay home. No, seriously. Uh, And and I, I learned early, early on that the fight was over the Word of God. I mean, I don't know whether it just was special training. You know, I was just some kind of a special Joe. I really believe I am special. But I I took the training. I I, I you know, the insight, wisdom gives us insight. And, and and it dawned on me, you know, that the that the greatest battles, you know, the washing machine breaking down. Remember that saying the washing machine broke down, I mean pee and water out everywhere. You know, we were going to a Ken Copeland meeting not a ken copeland kenneth hagan meeting up in birmingham we were down slap out alabama i mean that thing crapped her cookies you know what i'm saying i mean it was just water going everywhere since that's what we're going to do i said we're going to meet and i turned that thing off he said we'll mop all this up scoot that junk out the door open up the back door and throw you know towels down and all that we went to the meeting whole bunch of different things like that. Why? Cuz we valued God's word. See, we the devil don't bother us so much no more cuz he tried all that trash and it didn't work. Are you listening? He tried all the trouble. Now, now see it's a little more subtle. There'll be other ways, see, you know, get your desire in other things. You know what I'm saying? See, you know, but the fight's still over the word. Why? Because that word's going to bring me life. It's going to cause faith to come. And faith is what's feared by the devil. And I'll tell you something. You know, folks get up here to sing. You know, folks get up to pray. Folks get up to do this. I get up to preach. If there ain't nothing in it, there ain't no faith in it. Anyhow, then we're just wasting our time going through the motions. See, and I'll tell you what, it, here's the thing. It, it means that, that all week long, just been going through the motions because you get up, got nothing. Praise the Lord anyhow. Or, you know, or we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're just sitting there, but we're not really there, we're somewhere else. I know what don't don't look at me like that. I've been sitting here at different times and been five hundred miles from here, out in Missouri, picking up a hog, and come to just about the time they're singing real good. <laughs> Of course, I'm the only one that travels like that. You know what I'm saying? During the church service. I've also learned this. Boy, the trick of the enemy is that there'll be, that just about the time there's something that I'm supposed to hear, something will happen somewhere and my attention will be diverted and I miss the words that God had been worked all that time to get me and, and all, I, all I remember, I got distracted. Hmm? See, f- focus faith is a little different. All right, let's look at uh, Romans uh, one verse seventeen. It says, "For in the gospel, well, let's sixteen. <clears throat> well, fifteen. So, for my part, I'm willing and eagerly ready to preach the gospel to you, uh, and also those you and you also who are in Rome." For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, for it is God's power working unto salvation for deliverance from eternal death to everyone who believes with a personal trust and confidence, surrender, and firm reliance to the Jew first, also to the Greek. For in the gospel, a righteousness which God ascribes is is revealed, both springing from faith and leading to faith disclosed through the way of faith that arouses to more faith see thing about faith is that it 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 should arouse us to even more faith real faith would arouse us to more faith amen once you get a taste of living by faith and that you realize that your faith works and this is how the whole thing works. And that your life doesn't have to be accidental but it can absolutely be on purpose. And that anything that needs changing, faith will change it. Yes, it will. Faith will change it. Amen. How many times did Jesus say, it's your faith that may you whole? No. Oh, come on now. Oh, no, Jesus meant without faith he couldn't work anything. Right. He said it's your faith. He could have said it this way. It's your faith that gave me the access to to for you and I to align and agree and heaven to help you and to change whatever needed changing. Because you grabbed a hold of the word, you have experienced the works. Because yeah. you put the... Pra- the right value on the word, listen, it's a miracle working word. No word from God is without power. Paul said this, I'm ready to preach the gospel. This gospel is good news because it carries faith. And faith in God is salvation, unto salvation. You can be delivered from anything and delivered to everything that God has for you. From faith to faith, strength to strength, and glory to glory, if you get a hold of the foundation of the thing. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, didn't mean to holler, but sometimes. <clears throat> As it is written, the man... Now, this is where it's written over in Habakkuk. Again, he's, he's not going way off out some wild doctrine here he said as it's written the man who through faith is just or made righteous and upright shall live and shall live first of all come alive to god and live the and, and have eternal life beginning now but he said but he also shall live by faith okay you come you you'll get the new life but how you live that new life is by faith By the word of the living God. By hearing, the word is milk to you as a baby. The the word is bread of life to you in coming and growing up. But the word is also meat for those who will be trained for ruling and reigning. Amen. Strong meat, the Bible says. Glory be to God. All right? Now, uh, We're we're to live by faith. The life of faith is a, is glorious and victorious. It is a superior life. The Bible says in First John, it says true love for God. Uh, Chapter 5, verse 3 and 4. True love for God means obeying his commands. And his commands, and, and it's simply his word, his words don't weigh us down as heavy burdens. You see, every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. Now, now listen, uh, the Bible, the, the world that we live in is a faithless world. All right? <clears throat> just believe God's words are just another fairy tale or some other something men made up. All men wrote the Bible, you know. Are you listening? And just, are you hearing? If you if whenever you, that is said, there's not going to be any faith in God because because God used men to and, and, and He said, dict, "I'm going to dictate to you." Thus saith the Lord. Now write that down. Now, did they write the Bible? They they wrote the Bible from from uh, one measure, but they didn't author the Bible. Those are not men's words. Peter said so. He goes, these are not the, of any private opinion. They didn't come because men thought them up. He said. He said it's the word of the living God, and I'll tell you, all basis of faith is realized. Man, I'm holding in my. I have. 24 365, access to the power of Almighty God. Who, if God be for me and He knows every jot, every line, and every tittle, He will do miracles on the begats. Abraham begat Isaac let me tell you what's in the middle of, in, in that word begat an old man couldn't have a baby didn't have any hope of having a baby but hoped against hope because he believed that there was a God who could take a nobody and make a somebody out of him believed there was a God who could take nothing and do something with it he believed and so he received the promise Abraham who couldn't believed a God who could and he begat supernaturally it wasn't a natural thing at all there was no hope at all but there was a supernatural hope that came a blueprint where God said I have made you the father of many nations it don't matter what it looked like son it don't matter what it feel like it don't matter what everybody else says cause I'm saying right now and if you'll believe me it will happen for you come on now somebody in this House faith in God, yes, yeah. faith in God, faith. Yeah. and we're willing to walk around in 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 way less than. Yeah. Because we, well, going, Pastor's going to be teaching tonight. Oh, Come on, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I done not heard all that. I, gotta know, I got to know I just you know I listen to the podcast you know I eat Sandy's leftovers too you know cause they're just gonna rot and ruin if she ain't ate them by the next day it's just over with amen she treasures them but honest to God you know I'm not gonna wait till they're moldy and then she says I can eat them but it still ain't the same as the first time around. It's not the same. It ain't the same. It is not the same. Amen. And besides that, I'm going to tell you something. Now, we put this on the podcast because we don't, we, we, we just, I cannot put any kind of stumbling block. We want people to have the word. But, but you know what? It had never done me any harm having, living an hour away. Living an hour away, live up there in Slap Out, and we drive all the way to Montgomery on a Wednesday night, drive all the way back home and brought our children. We raise them in the way that they should go. You be faithful to God. You be diligent. You be present. You, go, you don't forsake the house. You do Now, what they do with it in their own spare time, their own business when they have their own life. But now, when we stand in front of God, we drug them to church. We, we showed them the way that you should go. This word is important. It lifted our lives. When we heard this word, it changed everything. It did the, it did the first day we heard it, and it'll do it every day that we'll listen and hear it again. Amen. I refuse to, the, the dollar may, de, be, may be devalued, but this word will not be devalued. I will not allow a modern culture to devalue the word of God. I know how important it is to me. I'll be there if nobody else is. I'm sorry. Amen. And I believe Jesus is the same way. He's on that word, and that's just how it is. There ain't no backing up from it. you know, the fight's over the word because the fight's over faith. And faithless people get nothing from God. He wants to, but they they they'll fade in the running. Yeah, there's some things you know you can't be wishing and hoping when the doctor gives you that kind of a report. You can't be wishing and hoping when the devil's knocked the front door down, blowing the roof off of the thing. You you need more than just, you know, well, I can't remember what he said back in ninety two. <clears throat> let's uh let's calmly turn over to Matthew seventh chapter. Amen. And then we'll be done with this tonight then pastor sandy will come if got we we stopped here the last time and i i wanted to pick up here but it just took a while to get there just a lot of traffic out lately a lot of a lot of other things that just choke the word choke the revelation of the word right out of us busy christians <clears throat> but maybe not business christians. Amen. There's some stuff's got to be taken care of. There's a kingdom to advance. There're folks that need to be saved and delivered and healed. Amen. Are you listening? And and God all he's got is us. Amen. But this is where Jesus uh come from, started from, stayed with and and he's the he is the author and the developer and the finisher of our faith. Amen. It's faith in God. It's faith in God. Amen. Alright. Uh, Matthew chapter 7 verse number 24. So so everyone who, who hears these words of mine and acts upon them obeying them will be like a sensible prudent practical wise man who built his house upon a rock. Now Uh, a strong listen the life of faith is a glorious and a victorious life but it's also a strong and a secure life that overcomes and outlasts you know uh, one translation says built on an unshakable foundation the truth of God's word an unshakable foundation a hearer and a doer that applies what I hear you know uh, the word will work but only if we work it it doesn't work till we do it we have to apply it amen <clears throat> put the word to work and see that the word does work we live a life this is, this is central that we live a life that, that is central to that life every day we're listening and hearing we're listening in order to hear what God is saying, so then we can do what He says. We can apply. As God, listen. Jesus said this: that it was a, a that it was a sensible. He goes, "This is sensible. It's just good sense. It's just good sense to do it this way. It's good sense to build a house that will outlast." That it that it is now. Listen, he goes down the word sensible, good sense. He says prudent. There's foresight. There's some thought for the future. It's not just about today while the sun is shining and everything's going our way. It's in light of that there will uh, of tomorrow that there'll be storms that will come. There'll be challenges. There'll be difficulties. Faith will be tested; it will be tried to find out whether it's got true colors or it's just, you know, uh, you know, one of them watercolor tattoos. Yep. Hmm. Are you listening? It's not permanent. It just washes off with three showers, and it's gone. It was just a fad. It was a faith fad. You know? No we permanently marked in the word, by the Word of God. Amen. He says it's prudent. It's also practical. See, there, practical means it's the actual doing or the use of something rather than just a theory or idea. That's a good idea, Pastor. Faith. Yeah, faith. We should have faith. Let's just show. Live by faith. Yep, the Word. You know, I know I should read my Bible every day. I know I should. It don't work unless we do. There's a practical use of it. it, this. Amen. There are some things in life, the bigger things in life, you know. And bigger things are scary. The greater things are not easy. They're really not. The only way you can approach the greater things is little by little, step by step, and day by day. Because they're too big to accomplish all at once. Amen, a lot of times folks just want it done all at once yeah. you know don't realize most stuff in the kingdom of God you know you outgrow if you didn't get a gift of healing, most gifts are healings for the for folks that need the gift because they don't have a lick of faith where healing healing is the children's bread yeah. amen it require for the children you're- re- we're required to to Eat the bread of that by f- faith. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Growth is required. Yeah. But growth takes time and some effort. It's not accidental. You've got to eat good food. Yeah. Yeah. You have to exercise. Yeah. Listen now how much time compared with well, the boob tube compared with okay just equal time maybe some of it or how much time working for bread that is consumed with eating by way of comparison got to make some time for the word of god in our life guys now listen i know this is challenging but here's the thing probably what we're facing is challenging as well probably what we got going on you know uh, uh, that needs to be overcome either it's going to overcome us or we're going to overcome it and the difference is going to be faith even our faith amen that's good I I go to a good church I know I want to go somewhere where the pastor prays my praying is not going to my praying is not going to make up the difference for what's required of you Amen. Matter of fact, most of my praying is like Jesus. He said, "Peter, I've prayed for you." But here's what's going to happen: I'm praying that your faith won't fail. I want you to know I have faith in you. That you're—I know you're going to go through it. But my prayer for you is that your faith won't fail. Well, why didn't Jesus just use his faith and that got Peter through? He did use his faith. Amen. He, he called something that was not. He said, and he added to this, he said, and when you're converted, strengthen your brethren. The boy quit, denied Jesus and quit, went back to fishing. Yeah. Jesus said, he exercised his faith. When he said that, he goes, Satan's desired to have you. I'm praying that your faith won't fail. And when you are converted, yes. when you, yeah. come on, yeah. strengthen your brethren. Amen. When you come back to faith, amen. All right. It's practical, and He, Jesus, said this is wise, and we'll end with this. Wise is this sense. It's good judgment. It's good judgment. Amen. It's just good judgment to be to to build on the rock. To take the time to dig down deep. You know, uh, get firmly settled and secure in this. This is the, fir- the rock that he's saying. This is the revelation, that, that the rock of revelation that he wants us to have. You listen so that you can hear what I'm saying with the intent that whatever I say to you, you put it into practice. You do something with it. Amen?